Hey guys, welcome to Date Minds Think Alike. I actually am pretty excited for this show. I was going to say this week's show, but as you guys know, I always post when I feel like it is needed. I like to call myself Mary Poppins. I am here when you don't need me. I am here when you don't want me, but you need me. And I am gone when you want me, but do not need me. And that being said, I have figured out attachment styles. What does attachment styles mean, okay? It means the way you act when you're in a relationship. A lot of us before, during, during different stages and within relationships act different. And sometimes we feel like we can't control it. A lot of the time we can't control it. Why am I getting mad so easily? Why am I pushing away when I really want him to be here? Why every time I know he says he wants space, I want to be on top of him because I don't want him to leave me? All these things, right? Things that we feel like for some reason it should be normal. (laughs) And I know normal is a word that's not really used anymore, but I guess I meant to say more common, more seen regularly. So that being said, I wanted to go over them with you. The first one is anxious so anxious attachment style this is someone that needs to be close to you they they need to be comforted a lot usually physically with like hand holding and always being around you all the time where are you going when are you going when are you coming back um i know you said you needed space but i i want to be here i want to be here for you i want to be here right now things like that so generally a, a person like that might be seen maybe as clingy, but usually it comes from um, a place of anxiety. So the second one is avoidant attachment style. This is someone that's really much the opposite. This one is someone that usually is pulling away from relationships, uh, whether it's the before the relationship starts, during, and so on. So you might see this as someone that might maybe would have commitment issues. So this is someone that, hey, I like you being here, but at the same time, it's freaking me out that you always need to know all this thing, like all these things about me. And um, for me, I, I, I'm actually a weird mixture. I'm avoidant and anxious. So avoidant part of me is like, ooh, I don't like you trying to get to know me too, too much. I, I don't want you... F- pressuring me into a relationship Um, I get bored really easily is a really big thing people with um, avoidant attachment style say Um, they typically kind of mentally check out (laughs) Um, and usually if you do get into relationships they don't really last that long Um, and that's really a big part of it Uh, believe it or not a lot of the dating pool that is left is avoidant so Two avoidance together doesn't really work. Uh, You know, you ghost each other a lot. You both say you're bored a lot. Um, And then, of course, the last one is actually secure attachment style. This is the sweet spot. This is, you know, oh, he's checking out other girls, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's with me. Uh, This is, hey, if I, you know, if we break up, I'm going to be upset, but I know I'll get over it that's the type of attachment style you want to have secure. Um, Using the examples I used previously with 
he's checking out other girls. I'll attach that to attachment style so you understand a little bit better where I'm coming from. You walk into a bar with this guy that you've been talking to. Pretty seriously, I may add. Someone with an anxious attachment style, when you're walking into the bar with your future boyfriend, uh, and he starts to check out a couple of girls, someone that has anxious attachment style will quickly be like, I know I'm not pretty enough. I knew I knew he was too good looking for me. I, I knew I didn't deserve a relationship like this. And they might freak out. They might blame a lot of stuff on themselves. Um, they'll probably just be really upset throughout the night, stuff like that. Someone with an avoidant attachment style would probably be like, oh, thank God he's checking out other girls. I was a little worried that he was going to think things were too serious. And honestly, as long as he's focused on them, he is not focused on me. And then a secure person would say, yeah, I don't really like that he's doing that. But, you know, I'm here. I'm the one he chose. He can look, but he can't touch. (laughs) And uh, so what I was going to say before was I am a weird, weird mixture of anxious and avoidant, which means, hey, I want you to be here with me, but whoa, you're getting too close. But also, please tell me how much you think I'm pretty and you like me, but also uh, don't be too clingy on me or I'm going to think you're, you know, pressuring me into things. Whoa, whoa, I know I said I wanted a relationship, but calm down, buddy. And so I'll I'll have this this air about me that's like, oh, like I could do without, but in real life, like it, it does bother me that I'm not <laughs> like your like main focus that you're not texting me and calling me and and all that. So it's a weird mixture and it's not even me playing a game. This is just Something I actually learned through reading a book that was recommended to me uh, is called Attached. You can get it on um, Audible. They actually will read it out to you. It's not sponsored. Um, They read it out to you. They also give you a copy um, of like a PDF and you can read along through it. They have quizzes on there, uh, like little checkmark charts. You can figure out which attachment style you have. I have a friend that I thought she was going to be anxious, but turns out she was anxious and secure. So she was a mixture of both, um, which to me kind of told me that maybe it just depended on the guy that she was with, which is why she sometimes would be more anxious, but most times would be more secure. Mine was a mixture of very low security, but um, (laughs) high when it came to avoidant and anxious. Um, now you are not too far gone if you are on one side of the spectrum more than the other side, or you feel like it's being a hindrance on your relationships. I will say that, um, for sure, if you read the book, it goes over a lot as I'm reading it, cause I'm still in the book now. I will of course give you guys updates on like what these attachment styles, like how to kind of figure out what works best for you. So someone that's anxious should never be with someone that's avoidant. That's literally someone that is pulling away from you. The best person for an avoidant person would be secure because that's someone that's more stable. They reciprocate back. Um, But avoidance, the worst one It's like the more I grab, the more they pull away. And that just doesn't feel right. Um, 
speaking of all of this, as I'm reading this book, I'm still going on dates, and I, I went on a date with this guy. We actually got up to date number three, and the first date was good. He was really sweet. The second date, I felt him pulling away, and by the third date, he was on his phone the whole time, even though he was the one who asked to go on the third date. Um... I quickly felt uncomfortable and I started thinking my anxious thoughts, which was, because I do have anxiety and depression, I quickly thought it was my fault. Why is he on his phone? Am I not interesting enough? We met on a dating app, so maybe he's just texting other girls? But he asked me on this date and I drove an hour and a half, like an hour round trip to get here, so why wouldn't he focus on our date when I'm here? Um... I'm really big on respect. Like, I'm really big on it. I don't care if you're not attracted to me or I'm not attracted to you. I'm not going to pull out my phone and make you feel like shit by talking to other people and laughing at my phone screen when I'm right here in front of you. Even if you're not interested in what we're doing, like, have respect to do that when the date is over. So once it was, like, two hours in... Because all our other dates had lasted way longer. I uh, told him I was going to take him back home. He didn't have a car, which at the time I didn't know about. Um, You might be thinking, because I know different cities are very different. But the city that I'm in, uh, I'm in Florida as a state. But my city's Tampa. And Tampa, there's a lot of things you need to do with a car. Like, especially if you are in a neighboring city, which he is. He's about 35 minutes from me and he doesn't want to uber to me at all because it's expensive so i have to drive to him so with me putting an effort of driving us everywhere i felt like at the very least you can pay with your time but he didn't want to do that and so i quickly got into my anxious thoughts of this is my fault i'm wasting his time he doesn't want to be here because i'm not his type he could do so much better all these things and I so I ended the date prematurely and said I was going to take him home then my avoidant started taking you know taking its its time it's like here's my, my time to shine and mentally I quickly started distancing myself well I didn't want to be with him anyway he doesn't have a car he lives too far away he doesn't put any effort in when it comes to talking to me oh uh, well I asked him if he wanted to go anywhere he couldn't even make a plan all these things and so my avoidant is like you don't need, you don't you didn't even want a relationship with him like don't worry about it sister you're fine you'll be there'll be other fish in the sea for you to push away and so with the tag team working together of anxious which is like me putting all these really bad thoughts in my head uh instead of clinging on to him i start to pull away uh because i'm like retreating and so last night I, I gave in because that was when this happened and I texted him, uh, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I just felt like I was off yesterday and I put the total blame on myself. I hate conflict, so I wasn't going to mention it to him. And I did mention I didn't like him having his phone out in the beginning of the date and he said, OK, and he still did it. So I, I didn't like the conflict. and I wasn't going to do the conflict again over text and he didn't even read it. It's been a whole day hasn't even read my text at all hasn't said anything so i went back on the dating apps and i am back there again and i'm trying to reel in some fish and to be honest i mean i might be fishing in the world's smallest shittiest pond because i feel like there's no one there it's there's there's nothing it's it's nothing it's a dried up puddle 
Um, but the whole reason for me saying this to you guys, even if it helps just one person, is that there's nothing wrong with you. This is just your attachment style. You can't act like you're something when, that you're not your whole life. That's not okay. And if you do find that one of these is really hindering your future relationship building, I'm in therapy. Talk to a therapist. They're so good. They they help you with things you literally don't even think about yourself. And you, you might have friends that are like, oh, that's not true about you. But it is. They're not there when you're on dates. And I see the way that my friends are with their boyfriends or future dates. And they act so different than I do. I feel like I don't even want to hold your hand in public. But I'll, I'll get into that in another episode <laughs> about my previous relationships and how it really does affect your future ones even if you didn't think it would so that being said i am going to keep reading this book i'll keep updating you guys on it and kind of what might work best for you and i'm really excited to keep talking to you guys thank you for being so patient with my episodes i know i'm not doing it consistently but i do it when it helps me and i feel like it's going to help you so thank you so much again date minds think alike And I'll talk to you guys soon.